0: I will be talking still in Paul's letter to the Ephesians. Amen. And in the process, the letter to the in, to the Ephesians it is intended to bring some joy and hope to the Gentile nation. Gentiles, it is very crucial that we follow the plan of salvation in Christ Jesus. It's the only chance we have to make it in. We were not born with a silver spoon in our mouth. Come on now. We had to be accepted in the beloved. So, therefore, we had to be accepted in the beloved by our belief and trust in Jesus Christ. No other way. We couldn't go by the law. We couldn't go by what was done coming out of Egypt. We had to go by what was done by the birth of Jesus Christ. Amen. So. In chapter two, it's gonna be talking somewhat of being saved from our sins. I'm gonna add a new twist to it. I'm probably gonna be jumping back and forth from scriptures while we're going through that chapter. Hopefully, I make it through. So some part it might look like I might be running through. But I'm gonna to try to get through that chapter the best that I can. Amen. <laughs> So, if you would quickly, let's read verses uh, Ephesians chapter two, verses one through three. Amen. Amen. Let's read that, please. Amen. And you had He quickened who were dead in trespassing and sin, wherein in time past. You walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, a spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, among whom also we all had our conversations in time past, in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children. of Even as others. Well. The life. Of Jesus Christ. Made us alive. When we were spiritually dead. Amen. Spiritually dead. And separated. From God because of. Our transgression. Am I right? We didn't know God. Although he knew us, we had no desire to search for him or to know him. But he had a plan. Amen. Thank God for his plan. Amen. Come on, somebody. Because we now that we look back and know what the penalty of being caught out of the safe, the, the ark of safety. We know that if we have died out there where we were, we had no hope, we had no part of eternal life, and had no chance at it. Am I right? Our life had no gratification unless it was indulging in sin from where we came from. We got our gratification for what we did was wrong. Before you knew Jesus Christ, you loved the pleasures of sin, which was handed down to us from the beginning of time. Amen. Go to Colossians chapter 2, verses 9. Uh, verses 2, 9 through 8 through 15. Come on, let's read it real quick. Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. For in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and ye are complete in him which is the head of all principalities and powers, whom also ye are circumcised with the circumcision made without hand, and putting off the body of the sin of your flesh by the circumcision of Christ. Bury with him in baptism, wherewithin also you are grazen with him through faith of the operation of God, who had raised him from the dead. And you being dead in your sins and in the uncircumcision of your flesh, had he quickened together with him, having forgiven you all trespassing, blotted out the handwriting of the ordinance that was against us, which was contrary to us, and took it out of the way, nailing it to the cross, and having spoiled principalities and powers, he made sure of them openly, triumphing over them thanks be to God uh, that he blotted out the handwriting of audience that was against us my Lord my Lord folks won't forget but God said what I blot out it is removed We ought to thank God that we was in the hands of God and he decided to blot out our transgressions. Come on, somebody. Amen. Because the book said that we was the uncircumcision that was circumcised not by hand, by man's hand, but we were circumcised by the hand of God. Mm. Back in the nation of Israel, if the male child was not circumcised after eight days, he would probably be killed. It was an order that had to be kept. And guess what? Since we was not a part of the nation of Israel. Now, God kept his word that we had to be circumcised. But guess what? Not by the flesh, not by our foreskin, but we had to be circumcised in our heart. We had to receive the circumcision of our heart in Christ Jesus. So therefore, God kept his word, and that's how God included the Gentile in his covenant. Amen. Because guess what? We were covenant breakers. So we had to come in agreement with God. There had to be an agreement with God just like it had to be an agreement with the Jewish nation that the male had to be circumcised after eight day. Our agreement with God is our hearts had to receive circumcision. Yes. That makes sense? Yes. We was following the ways of our forefathers. Of that which was handed down to our parents which was handed down to you and you handed down to your children it is called a cycle of sin amen Amen. Amen. everything that mama know she trained you to know she may have thought it was right but guess what it might have been right In the natural, but it was not right in Jesus Christ. Until she brought you to Christ and you learned Christ, that was the only way for you to be in the righteousness of God. And we all fail to be in the righteousness of God. Mother and father brought us up by the rules. But they didn't bring us up by the spirit. Amen. Amen. They taught us what they knew was right. Come on now. They had certain rules in the house you could not break. Am I right about it? Guess what? Now we're on this side of God's house. We got to learn that there are rules we must not break. Your parents taught you in the natural. Now God said, now let me really train you in the spirit. Amen. 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 It was a cycle. And you notice, when we look at children in the street and how bad they is, they got it from their parents. Their parents got it from their parents. What you allow is what they do. Come on now. You let them them cuss before you and they cuss out anybody in the street. If they disrespect you, they'll disrespect anybody in the street. Amen. They learn what they are trained. When will we learn what we are trained by the word of God? Amen. It's nothing new. We were trained to follow the influence and the desires of this world, which according to the prince of the power of the air, that is Satan. We was trained to follow his principles. Oh, I know that's right? I give you one of them old cliches that they had about the boys. Let that boy go on out there and sow his wild oats. What wild oats? Huh? Come on now. So you gave him, you told him that he had the freedom to go out there and sleep with whoever he wanted to. Don't you remember that? You too young to be serious. Wow. Well, guess what? Now that we done got on this side of salvation, now we got to find out what seriousness really is. We got to be serious about the things that God say. Amen. Amen. If we took in consideration of the things that our foreparents told us, now guess what? We got to take in consideration of what God is telling us. That makes sense. Satan's power is not dead it is still working in the children of disobedience and saints fight, is fighting against the purpose of God. Stay in Colossians. Go to, back to Colossians. Is you still there? Chapter 1, verses 21 through 23. Colossians chapter 1, though. Are we there? Let's read it, please. And you that were sometime alienated and enemies, your mind, how was you enemies? And your mind by wicked works. Read the book. Yet, look at God, Looked at all you, the, 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 the wickedness that was in you. He overlooked that. Huh? He overlooked it not to leave you in it, but to pull you out of it. Read the book. To present you holy and unblameable, unreprovable in his sight. If you continue in the faith, grounded and settled, and be not moved away from the hope of the gospel which you have heard and which was preached to every creature. Which is under the heaven. Whereof I Paul and made a minister. Wait a minute. If you do what? If you continue. Huh? So guess what? You can't just get saved and sit on it. You can't just get saved and sit down and say I done done enough. No, he said you got to continue in the faith. And what you mean continue? You got to constantly grow in your faith because every day you got different oppositions to meet and every day it gets rougher and rougher as time go on and your faith must get rough with it. Hmm. Your faith has got to be able to stand the blow that the enemy is going to throw you away. Because his job is to create a doubting spirit in you. And if a doubting spirit be in you, your faith fails. And if your faith fails, you can't please God. Go to Titus chapter 3 right quick. verses 3 through 7. Are we there? Let's read it please. For we ourselves also were sometimes not we now? Amen. Just as foolish as we wanted to be. Come on now. Disobedient, deceived, serving divers lusts and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful and hating one another, But after that, the kindness and the love of God, our Savior, toward man appeared, not by works of righteousness, which we have none, but according to his mercy, he saved us by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost, which he shed on us abundantly through Jesus Christ, our Savior, that being justified by his grace, We should be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life. Wow. Look at God. But guess what? We can't get a good picture of God till we get a good picture of ourselves. And where God brought us from. Come on, somebody. Because we were foolish. We were disobedient. Come on now. We were deceived. We served divers, lust, and pleasure. That was our main menu. Amen. Come on, somebody. We lived in malice. Amen. We envied and we were hateful. Woo-wee. Come on, somebody. Even down to the point that when you didn't know God, you had this song that you followed in your life. It said, if you can't love, you can't be with the one you love, love the one you with. come on somebody. Amen. That's where we stay until it said that. But after the kindness of God, the love of God, our Savior, toward man appeared. Ooh! If it had not been for the love of God appearing, huh? The church now would be just like the rest of the Gentile nation, serving divers lusts, serving false gods, being deceived. Come on, somebody! But then he turned around and he said. We were justified by the grace of God and gave us hope for eternal life. Man, we had no hope, people. Come on now. We were subject to anything that the devil put before us. He didn't make us do it, but he presented it to us. Come on now, Amen. he didn't make Eve do nothing, but he presented it to her, huh? He made it. Can't he make sin sound good, huh? Hey Amen. Back in your day, every time where you heard that was a party, that's where you headed. So and so having a party. Oh man, I'm going. Boy, they gonna be throwing down. Come on now. We all. Live there. So guess what? What do that mean? When we find out that there are people still living in that in in, in that part of their life, no point of us getting mad at them. We were there too. Guess what? We need to be praying that God pull them out like he pulled you out. Amen. Amen. That's so true. Amen. Don't be looking like you've been on the mountaintop all your life because you haven't. Come on now. You got some stuff still in you. You hope God don't tell. Come on, somebody. Let's read Ephesians chapter 2, verses 4 through 7. Are we down? Let's read it, please. But God, who is rich for his great love, wherein, wait a minute, it's because of God, who is rich in mercy, yes. he got enough mercy for you and me and some left over for somebody else. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. For his great love, wherein he loved us, Amen. even when we were dead in sin. You know what he's saying? He loved us when we were still stinking, stinking in sin, Amen. not after we came to him, but before we came to him. Come on now. Amen. Having quickened us together with Christ by grace, you, Not you ain't done nothing to be saved. It's by the grace of God that we're here today. It's by the grace of God that we're spending this time right now in the church of the living God. It's by the grace of God that he brought us through. Amen. He quickened us together. Wow. What are you talking about quickening together? Jew and Gentile. Uh-huh. So guess what? What he's saying? He took the stigma of prejudice out of it. Amen. The stigma of prejudice must be out of the house of God. He quickened us together. Hmm. Verse six, and it raised us up together, and made us sit together in heavenly. And if you notice in chapter in verse six, he used together twice. He raised us up together, huh? He didn't give. He didn't offer salvation. To nobody, uh, number one and number two, he did it for all at the same time. When he went to the cross, salvation was offered to all men. Then he said, then he made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. The Holy Ghost came not to make anybody first, but to make us come together. verse 7 that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches in his kindness toward us wow wait just hold it down when we look back over our past life you can't help but to say but God huh from where you were before you knew him you have to conclude nothing but God and thank him for being very rich in mercy because of his great love and made a decision to save us from being spiritually dead and separated from his presence we didn't even know nothing about the presence of God until God drew us we didn't know nothing about the presence of God until he shed his great love and mercy on us and then brought us out of spiritual death. Huh? Then we start seeing things. When he brought us out of our spiritual depth and being separated from him, guess what he said? Now I can instill some things in you. Now I can show you some things. Now I can show you which way you're going. Now I can show you what I want you to be. Amen. God has a everlasting plan. Amen. Go to Romans chapter 10 right quick. Romans 10 verses 11. We'll start at 10, verse 10, and we'll read from 10 to 15. You got it? Amen. Let's read it, please. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture said, Whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference between Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich upon all that call upon his name. Call upon him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. How then shall they call on him whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except as it is written? How beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring tidings. Wait a minute. So, this is supposed to be a gospel that brings you good tidings, it's supposed to be the gospel that brings you the gospel of peace. Huh? Because we didn't know peace until we found God. Huh? We found our peace in everything but God. We found our peace in alcohol. We found our peace in liquor. Uh, we found our peace in drugs. We found our peace in pills. And guess what? When we woke up, we had to start all over again. Huh? Come on, somebody it seemed like that was the only way we had and it really wasn't no peace it was an escape avenue that's where we escaped to come on somebody we thought it was peace but it was an escape route amen and when we woke up we found out we hadn't escaped nowhere we just got a little bit deeper we just added a little bit more problems the problem we had now we got a problem with drugs and alcohol That didn't do nothing but add to it. It It just added to our frustration. Come on, somebody. We didn't know where to go. We didn't know in whom that we were going to turn to. We didn't know God. We didn't know nobody that could help us because anybody we went to, they needed help themselves. Am I on the right page? Hmm. Well, So, as the book said, how then shall they believe on him? How shall they call on him whom they had not believed? We may get frustrated at folks that are out in the world, but guess what? Don't get frustrated, they just don't know they have no knowledge of this God that you serve. Amen. Amen. So guess what? That's why your testimony is important. Come on now. I guess one of these days we'll have a uh, 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 we'll, we'll, we'll have a class on testimony because some of y'all 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 got some y'all got some testimony that's out of this world. Come on now. Instead of testifying of the goodness of God, you be testifying about yourself. You can't save yourself. You didn't save yourself. You didn't do no good for yourself. God is the one that did the goodness. Come on now. When I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he has done, that's where your testimony is supposed to be laying at. God's supposed to get the glory. Come on now. My dog caught two rabbits, and he brought one of them back to me. Boy, we ate that in the day, and we got a nothing for tomorrow. What glory was that for God? The glory was your belly. Come on. You gave your dog more creatures than you gave God anything because he went and caught you two rabbits. Come on now. What was we at? What we at? What was we at? So, how shall they believe in whom they have not heard? Uh Uh-oh. We get mad at the sinner, but we ain't telling them nothing. Uh Uh-oh. We get mad at them that don't know God or don't go to church, but we ain't telling them nothing. They ain't heard nothing. So, therefore, they don't know nothing. Amen. There must be a starting point. Amen. You tell it, if they don't receive it, then guess what? That's on them. They can't tell God, didn't nobody said nothing to me. Didn't nobody tell me nothing. Come on now. Everybody you talk to ain't going to receive you, but that's okay. But it go down on record that they was told. And here what well, we lose of at, we don't understand. It must go down on record that they heard the truth. Amen. And how shall they hear without a preacher? You got some folks that think that they can do what they did Boy, they think they got an audience with God and they ain't got to hear nothing. now, a preacher at all. And when they hear a preacher, some of them don't hear, well, I don't like the way he preached. Ask you what you like it or not. Come on, somebody. Amen. And the worst part about it is saying, and how shall you hear without a preacher, and how shall they preach except they be sent? Guess what? When the when the male man of God come your way, God didn't ask you how you like it. Amen. He said, receive it. Amen. He said, believe it. Amen. Come on, somebody. But, you know, we like to go to these, get some of this feel-good gospel. huh? We like to go places that folk give us false promises. Come on now. Instead of the word of God bringing us peace and joy. Through the Holy Ghost. See, you like to go to them preachers to give you that flesh joy. Come on now. Somebody will make you shout. If you can't shout behind the word of God, guess what? you you, you, you're shout, you you're shouting off a deception. Amen. Amen. you shouting off a of false hope. Come on now. God got an everlasting plan to save us through the works of Jesus Christ. Not our works because our works was dead works. And they were dead on arrival. They were dead when you got here. And you lived in them dead works until Christ pulled you out. All your life, your works was dead. It had no spiritual value to it at all. Huh? All of our works was catered to pleasing our flesh. Had nothing to do with God. Come on now. Now, look, think about that. If we lived in that era for 40 or 50 years, and then God decided to pull us out. When guess what? We could have been dead and sleeping in our grave, but God kept us with his grace and mercy until he can get us to the point that we will hear him. Wow. My God, my God. Lamont. Man, some of the stuff we've been in and God hadn't let us die graveyard dead then. Man, we'd have been pushing up lilies and waiting on the heat to come. Thank Amen. God. They'd have been still running to the graveyard, talking about we got weed, and all the weed that we got is the one that's going to get barbecued. Never huh? Did. And they say hotter than fish grease. And you know that fish grease get hot. Amen. But because God loved us, you need to thank God for his amazing grace, his unmerited favor, his undesired favor that we received. Come on now. And his mercy that saved us from his judgment. Yes. And see, here's the problem that we don't look at, that his mercy came to save us from judgment. Yes. Amen. Amen. You think that he came to save you from dying right now. But it came to save you from dying later. Ooh, Come on, somebody. He came to save you from his wrath. Well, guess what? He was not through with us yet. Then he turned around and he said, I raise you up together. That mean he raised the Jew and the Gentiles up together. Ain't nobody got no front seat with God. Come on, somebody. If you in Christ Jesus, we got to go up together. We either go up together or we don't go up at all. Hello, Somebody. Come on, because guess what? There's a whole lot of Jewish nation that's still unpleasing to him because they didn't accept Christ. Wow. To make us sit together in heavenly places, that in the ages to come, at the appropriate time, we haven't seen nothing yet. The time we're in now is for this time. But guess what? There are times to come that we haven't even seen. We ain't seen nothing yet. Amen. And we got to be geared up and prepared for the times that are ahead of us. (laughs) Amen. Amen. You still got an out-of-world experience coming. We think we'd have seen something man, the stuff that God going to show up in the latter days is going to either blow your mind or make you lose your mind. Amen. Come on now. Because we're going to see some stuff that's going to seem to be unreal. And it's going to be unreal to the natural man. Come on, somebody. But he that knoweth the word of God is going to see it by the spiritual man and know that it is the work of God. Amen. So if we remain in Jesus Christ, he gives us benefits after benefits after benefits in heavenly places. But you know what? What God got a problem with, we think that all the the benefits we receive from him ought to be natural. Nobody's searching for the, the spiritual benefits that God got already in store for you. The church's supposed to be moving in the spiritual realm. The Gentile nation now is supposed to be moving more. Look here. we supposed to be moving more in the spiritual realm than the Jewish nation is. Huh? Why? Because of Jesus Christ. Because Jesus Christ came and died for you. That you could be included. So why stand on the sideline? Get in the game. Come on somebody. Get in your position. Amen. Stop letting folk tell you who you not. They didn't say you. They didn't call you out. To this marvelous light. They didn't call you. Amen. If they're telling you what you're not, it's because they're still in darkness. They can't see nothing. Come on now. Better get it in your mind and your heart and tell yourself, I belong here. I was brought here for such a time as this, that I would be a part of the works of God, because I am. His workmanship created in Christ Jesus. You got to tell yourself that. Amen. Stop letting folks talk down to you about your salvation. Run to Romans 5, verses 6 through 9 right quick. 5. Uh, Let's read. uh, Man, I don't know where to jump. It's kind of hard jumping in between. Let's start at 3 and go down to 9, if you will, please. Let's read, please. And not only so, but we glory in tribulation also, knowing that tribulation worketh patience, and patience experience and experience hope and hope make it not ashamed, because the love of God is shedded abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost which if you got the Holy Ghost it ought to be training you to hold your head up amen. it ought to be training you how to go through your trials and your tribulation it ought to train you how to be patient and waiting on God amen. come on somebody amen. amen instead of you losing heart Huh? and losing faith amen and when that starts happening guess what the Holy Ghost is not working because you are not listening amen you think that it just came for you came to you for the speaking tongue but it came to work in you it came to be the work of God in you Read the book. Did it say due time? Yeah. When you were without strength in what? In due, time, in due time, there was a time that you didn't have no strength. You remember, huh? That was a time that you hardly was able to hold yourself up. You remember? That was a time you couldn't hardly make ends meet. You will study borrowing from Peter to pay Paul. Amen, amen. Ain't were ready to shoot Paul if he came for the, the collect. <laughs> elder, elder. Come on, somebody. Elder. Tell him I don't owe you nothing. <laughs> Pastor, that's why I don't own nothing, I nothing. Just- Ain't no point in pressing yourself over okay? Just start out from the start. That's a gift. Just try not to come back for no more. <laughs> come on now. Because if you don't, you, 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 hey, you're going to be, you going to get messed up. Huh? <laughs> Man, been down, been done that. But when we were yet without strength, he died. In due time, Christ died for the ungodly. Wow. For scarcely for a righteous man would one die. Pre adventure for a good man, some would even dare to die. But God commended his love towards us, that in that while we were yet sinners. Christ died for us. Much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved by wrath through him. Wow. It's all about Jesus. It's all about what Jesus did for you. My God, my God. Stay under the blood. Amen. Amen. Because guess what? When you were weak and didn't have no strength to be saved, huh? didn't know the way to be saved, he died for the ungodly. Uh-oh, he died for the ungodly. And tell him the untold what he done for you. Come on, Not how you sitting on the mountain top. Yeah. Tell him about that low valley that he pulled you up out of. Yeah. Come on, somebody. Yeah. Tell him about that cliff that you was hanging over, and he had to snatch you, you. Right before you gave up. Huh? Thank you. Come on somebody Run to Romans six verses three through six. Let's read it please. No you're not that so many of us as were baptized into Jesus Christ were baptized unto his death. Therefore we are buried with him by baptism unto death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in the newness of life. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall also be in the likeness of his resurrection, knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin may be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin, but he that is dead is free from sin. Now if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him, knowing that Christ has been raised from the dead die no more. Death have no dominion over him. Woo! My God, my God. Look at your benefits that you keep looking for it in the natural and all of your benefits is wrapped up in spiritual. All your benefits leads to eternal life. He said now if you baptize with him you shall be raised with him. When Christ died and went to the grave, the flesh went to the grave, but the Spirit of God got up. Amen. The Spirit of God is supposed to rise up in us that we be, guess what, one in Christ Jesus. Amen. But yet still you look around the world and you find so many divided churches they're supposed to be one in God. Sound like somebody didn't get up out the grave. Come on, somebody. And it was Jesus Christ. Come on now. It's what you got caught up in believing. Come on now. You and I should have been raised with Jesus Christ to the newness of life, amen. It should have changed the way we think, the way we act, and how our perspective is about salvation. Hmm. We should have a perspective of looking for that hope that is in Christ Jesus until eternal life. Amen. Because guess what? It's time past. When the money is gone, what you going to hope in? uh uh When the jobs is gone, what you going to hope in? Better have your hope in Christ. Because it is him that's going to make a way out of no way. Come on now. You got to know that he lives in you. Amen. Let's go to Ephesians 2, verses 8 through 10. Are we there? Let's read it, please. For by grace are you saved through faith. Not of yourself; it is the gift of God. Not of works, lest any man should boast. For we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God has before ordained that we should walk on. For we are saved by grace, God's unmerited favor. Huh? Delivering us from judgment. Amen? So it is by faith in, Je- in the work of Jesus Christ that got us here. Because you got to let your faith grow. Amen. Come on, somebody. It is by his amazing grace, his remarkable Compassion. Oh, the compassion of God failing not. Huh? Amen. Amen. If it wasn't for the compassion of God not failing us, guess what? We'd be consumed. Amen. It's his compassion and favor that draws you to Jesus Christ. When you think about drawing you, there was something. In your life at the time that you began to come to church it was something that was drawing you to church you couldn't figure it out but there was a pull on you that was causing you to come to church it was something in you that was void and there was an emptiness in there. You couldn't put your finger on it. But it had a drawing power that was coming from God. And you didn't really know what it was. But you know you had to go. Yes. Am I in the right place? Yes. It was something that was happening at a certain time in your life. That God made his move. (laughs) One thing about God. He makes the move at the right time. At the right point in your life. That guess what? That you need him the most. Amen. So he made his move. And it was God's timing. That he drawed you. With love and kindness. And tender mercy. It was at a time. When we were. Unlovable, very fragile. Come on now. Very, and we were falling apart. Huh? Woo! Can't y'all skip don't, 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 don't y'all see it? Don't you see it? We were falling apart. We were very fragile. We will break up in a minute. Huh? We were unlovable. Woo! We didn't even love ourselves, did we, brother? Huh? We couldn't hardly stand our own self. Just as others couldn't hardly stand your attitude. Boy, we had some attitude whoo, that was so stinking that it appeared in God's nostril like it smelled like boo-boo. But he drawed us not only did he draw us then he had to clean us up huh <laughs> what's that old tough soap that they used to use back in the old days Y'all no, no dial we ain't talking about no pretty soap huh light soap <laughs> he had to use some strong stuff to clean us with huh uh, he had to do like the old folks did. They didn't use that automatic to, And He had to put us on the straw bowl. Hey, Rob, and bring us up and look at us and say, nah, No, not yet. Uh, we had to have a rough scrubbing. <laughs> Come on, somebody. Rubber, us out on the line and we sit out there and have dry a little while and he sees some spots still there. He's like, Oh, you gotta go back in. <laughs> I gotta get you unbreakable. I gotta get you spotless. Come on somebody. I gotta get you clean. Huh? No, he you no dial soap. He wasn't using nothing. He need no perfume. He didn't need nothing to hide. He didn't need no smell to hide nothing. He needed to get us clean. Am I in the right house? God visited us in our worst state. Undeserving, but saw us as a workable vessel. Thank God for seeing us as a workable vessel. huh? He took us down to the potter's house. And he put us on the potter's wheel. And he spent that wheel and he began to mold us to what he wanted us to be. Huh? And some of the times when he was molding us to what he wanted us to be, we told him, God, leave that hump right there. He said, now the hump got to come off. Huh? He went over all our fat areas where we were fat in sin. Huh? And he had to do some carving, and sometimes the carving that he did, it hurt. but guess what? We came out better. Yeah. Come on now. Uh, you cannot take credit for who you are right today. You are who you are because of the work of God. We are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works. And is ordained to walk in those good works. He called us. He sculptured us. How? by the word of God. Amen. Go to run, 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 run to Titus chapter two. right quick. chapter 2, verses uh, 11 through 15. <coughs> hmm. Are we there? Let's read it, please. For the grace of God that bringeth salvation had appeared... Wait a minute! It's got to appear to all men. Amen. Everybody got to hear the truth. Amen. Even your children got to hear the truth. Amen. Come on, somebody! Your kinfolk, your cousin, your sibling—everybody is got to hear the truth. Amen. Amen. Why? Because everybody gonna have to give an account of the truth. It's gonna get out to their ear, whether they like it or not. But they will. Hear the truth. Amen. And God going to be justified for what He do to them. Mm-hmm. But you saying, I ain't going to say nothing. They make me nice. mad. Huh? I don't to let nobody Baby, you bring up the subject, I'm going to bring it to you. Like it or not, here it comes. Come on, somebody.